Bonjour, ladies and gentlemen, house. How are you all good in the hood, I hope? And we are a little bit early today. Instead of doing this at 7 p.m., we are doing it at 5. So if those of you who haven't finished work yet, don't worry. You can watch it back. And even better, you can listen back to this on my Train With Jay podcast. But I wanted to obviously not compete with Boris tonight because no one really will be on my live stream as much as it's much better than Boris's announcement. But I've got to uh, make do with the timings that we can do today. So we are doing our live stream check-in Q&A today. We've got a lot to get through and uh, we're just going to get rocking and rolling in the knowledge that a lot of people are going to uh, watch this back and listen to it back too. But I wanted to um, get it out there um, today before this evening's announcement. So let's get cracking, shall we, ladies and gents? My weight hasn't changed since my initial five pounds lost. Lost. <laughs> Should I adjust my daily calorie intake? And I'm going to put up one of my little infographics that I use. Um, and, um, it's should I drop calories? So we're on week three now, ladies and gents. We're halfway there. And the question that I get asked around this time after the wobble week is should I drop calories? Uh, drop calories by 100 calories a day if you hit and tracked all your steps for the week, you tracked all of your nutrition for the week accurately, you hit all of your training sessions, and this is the most important one. You, can, you could look at yourself in the mirror and say, I logged absolutely everything this past two weeks and accounted for everything. Despite all of that, the scale hasn't moved, then make a calorie change of 100 calories a day. So we're moving about 25 grams of carbs or 11 grams of fat. Don't drop calories if you lost a decent amount of weight this past two weeks, three pounds plus, depending on the individual. Do not drop calories if you weren't consistent. Do not drop calories if you haven't had the best start and you just need to get into the swing of things with your habits and routines. And do not drop calories if the dropping calories would affect your energy levels, training intensity, and willpower. Because sometimes making a drop can make you feel terrible and more prone to overeating through that tiredness. So ask yourself now those questions and you will know the answer to that. If you feel that you haven't tracked everything correctly, then, you know, maybe drop, maybe not. Um, but certainly don't drop if everything is going tickety-boo. Okay, I'm at the halfway point. Whoa. My weight has remained pretty much consistent. I can't tell you how pleased I am about this. I've lost 0.5 pounds, meaning that I think I found my maintenance calories. Boom. Uh, I'm going to trust the process, keep going, and see if this continues. Thank you for all of the knowledge you have given me and the rest of this group throughout the challenges. That is awesome to hear. And this is one of the most beautiful things. You know, taking that time and... Uh, going through and figuring out what that maintenance calories is, is a great thing. Because now you know exactly how many calories your body needs and then you can test and adjust. And this is why we only need to spend you know, that one time on a calorie calculator by getting that guesstimate, getting real world feedback and then testing and adjusting from there. So great to hear. 
Is there a time you should stop eating after on a night? Nope. Unless you're a gremlin, there is no time. It's not about the time that you eat. It's about the consistency over the weeks and months that you're doing it. Because it's all about maintaining an, an energy balance or a negative energy balance so you are still losing weight. So it doesn't matter when you eat. In actual fact, eating late at night, especially carbohydrates, can increase serotonin levels and help you sleep better. Another great thing that I always recommend to people who train very early in the morning is to have a big carb-heavy meal before they go to bed. Not only does it help sleep, but it gives you plenty of glycogen in your muscles ready to train fasted the next day because you've still got that glycogen in the muscles to help you push in the mornings if you're not a person that eats in the morning and you want to go straight out for a run or go for a workout. So uh, the answer is uh, no, there is no uh, time. Just want to say a big thank you and well done to everyone in the Nacho, uh, Nacho at Fridge squad. Great challenges, support and accountability from everyone. That is awesome to hear. Just a quick shout out to Scott, Michael and Tracy. These three bodies of mine are keeping me on the straight and narrow. Awesome to hear. Weight staying the same, body fat going down. Um, just a process to follow. Thanks. Um, and that's awesome. I think this is such an important thing to understand. There's so many people here that, you know, I've had a, a couple of, questions that people are gutted because they're doing everything and I'm and and they're not seeing a change on the scale but they're not appreciating themselves for doing everything you know it, it's an amazing thing if someone's coming to me and saying I did this I did this I did this I hit a hundred thousand steps I hit four workouts this week where's the round of applause for doing that fuck you know here's the thing ladies and gents if you hit all your steps if you hit all your workouts, if you hit your nutrition, and you didn't see the change on the scale, can we just give you a round of applause first? Because you've had a very successful week. You've hit your workouts. You've hit your steps. You've tracked your nutrition. Fuck what the scale says. It's only going to be a matter of time before that starts to go down. We need to focus on the things that we have achieved for the week, not the, what, this thing in our head which we were expecting to happen because that will come over time. Remember, slow and steady. Okay, not a question, uh, but gain two pounds, but understand there is no consistency over the week. Uh, slowly but surely getting a routine with the little one and she will come in handy being a makeshift weight when I come to do the live workouts. I know I can pull this back. I just need to get my nutrition and check in, get my non-negotiables in place. Feel... Uh, like a little bit of a failure, but no, it's just me needing to get myself back on it now and move forward. Okay, so we need to change the thought process of this word failure. Okay, there's a, there is a difference. There is failure and failing. And you've got to understand the difference between the two. Failing, uh, sorry, let's start, let's start with failure. Failure is throwing in the towel and giving up. Failing is a natural part of success. We fuck up, we make mistakes, we get it wrong, we learn from those, and we make the right steps to make it right. You've already said you know where you're going wrong. So you can't be a failure, you're failing. And actually, we understand that we need to be failing to learn and get better. So you are learning more about yourself. And this is the most important thing. This is what's going to get you success with weight loss sustainably is to make more mistakes, make, make, fail more, okay? 
Keep failing. Keep learning. Keep evolving. Keep understanding. Keep growing. It's people that give up and, f and go, oh, you know, I didn't do it 100%, so I'm just going to not do it. That's what's going to cause you to be a failure. You need to have this failing mindset, not failure mindset. And this will give you success if you are patient and persistent. Okay, what to do about your environment if you're living with family? It's not easy. But remember what I said, hard things, easy life, easy things, hard life. It's about finding your own space and writing down your thoughts and feelings and looking at the challenges that you face. Because it's difficult at the moment, it is difficult. I mean, we're gonna find out how, how less difficult as uh, Boz is gonna let us know how we're gonna uh, slowly transition up and out. But it's still gonna be a couple of months. And we just need to take each day as it comes, do the best that we can, tick the boxes, and look at this as an overall picture. We're gonna have good days, we're gonna have bad days, we're gonna have days where we didn't work out, we're gonna have days where we overate on calories, and that's absolutely fine. Because when we look at the bigger picture of it all, that's what matters. And it matters what we learn from the lessons that life gives us, okay? Struggle this week, half term, bad weather, injury, mental health, not so great. This lockdown is most definitely the hardest. I should put my, my big girl pants on this week and get my happy on hell. Yes, it has been a bit of a strange week. And this is why I call it wobble week, ladies and gents. The reason I call it wobble week is usually this is the week where people start to get tired, start to, you know, start to get a bit of a wobble on. And we just need to get through this week. We're halfway through and we need to smash the last three weeks, okay? You're through the wobble week. We're through, we're past the wobble week now, and it's time to start focusing on week four, uh, starting with our workout this evening, and, and, and just focusing on this week, not looking back, and just heading into the week four as we already are. Uh, I've been a bit of a shit place this week, but I've planned my meals and my workouts for this coming week. Excellent, and just having that certainty is what's gonna make us feel better. I just want to thank everyone in this group for the support they have given me during my walk. 100 miles in the month of Feb. I achieved this on the 18th of Feb. I'm currently aiming to 150 miles. I'm in a great mindset at the moment, and, it th and it's thanks to you and the amazing people in this group. That is incredible. I think that deserves a round of applause. 100 mile walk is incredible. That is awesome to hear. Okay, I was trying to figure out what to write because I've had a poor week of eating. You don't remember, you don't learn anything from a perfect week. Making up my previous day's calories in massive breakfasts. I know it's time management up there, uh, but any tips you could share or planner could put me in the right direction. So I like something that helps me is, is preparing meals. Something that I don't need to do because I use the muscle food meals for lunch is just literally get them out of the freezer, whack them in. If I didn't have that, I would meal prep. Something that I found that gives me a bit more time in the mornings is prepping my breakfast the night before. Now, what I usually have for breakfast, um, and it tastes even nicer, is overnight oats. So what I do is I get, and it's up to you how many oats. Of course, you probably don't want to have the same as me. But I have about 100 grams of oats. You might want just 50 grams. I put some boiling water in a little Tupperware box. Um, and then I mix that with Greek yogurt, cinnamon, I have a little bit of this lemon fish oil that I have and honey. And then I leave that overnight. The, the oats expand. I'm oh, sorry, and I cut some banana in there as well. And then all I do then is get that out, have that, 
Um, and that saves me so much time in the morning, boiling the kettle, cutting the banana, getting the oats out. You know, it takes that five minutes of getting everything ready to, to quickly, literally 10 seconds out the fridge and about another 10 seconds to eat it. So prep, it's just preparing things. And, and understand that, that you're not in the habit or routine of doing it yet, which is why you need to commit to doing it and have it as a non-negotiable in your diary, as a reminder, and give yourself two or three weeks to start seeing the benefit from doing it, and then you'll be able to keep up that habit. What are your strategies that you have to keep going when life gets in your way? I have a lot of quotes and mental models, okay? And I think it's important. I've shared a couple of parables from... Um, this morning on my Facebook page, and I, I was telling a parable about a king that's putting a king in his kingdom. On the path to the kingdom, what he did is he put a rock, big rock, right in the middle of the path, and then he hid in the bush for a few days to see what, what people would do. And some of his esteemed colleagues um, totally ignored the rock, went round it. Some even complained to the king saying that it's his responsibility to move the rock. But no one did anything about it. And then a peasant came around, um, walked across, noticed that there was a rock in the way, and spent a good two hours using all his strength he could muster to move the rock. Finally, he moved the rock, and just before he went to pick his stuff up, noticed that there was a, um, a little pouch. In the pouch was gold and a note from the king to thank him for moving the rock and gave him the prize, the gold. And the lesson from the story is this. Every obstacle we come across in life gives us an opportunity to improve our circumstances. And whilst the lazy complain, others are creating opportunities through kindness, value, and getting shit done. And I love that because the reality of that story is you're always going to get rocks in your path. And there's different things that you can choose to do. You can choose to find another way around. You can ignore it or you can blame somebody else. But you can be the very rare person who sees the problem and tries to find a way to solve it. And it's usually that person who puts the effort and energy into solving the problem that is rewarded with the gold. And look at all the problems that you're struggling with as puzzles. Because when you understand that puzzles are pro problems or puzzles, and puzzles can be solved, you can solve your problems. And it's just finding the right, essentially, algorithm to solve it. It's like a Rubik's Cube, right? Rubik, Rubik's Cube, when you get it, and you try and change it, it's a nightmare, because you don't understand how it works. But as soon as you understand how a um, Rubik's Cube works. I can solve a Rubik's Cube in about two and a half minutes because I know the algorithms and the movements to solve it. And this is very much like your problems. If you don't know how to solve your problems, then it is going to be really, really hard to solve. But once you figure it out, someone can just hand you a problem like a Rubik's Cube and it'll just take you a little bit of time to solve it. It comes with experience and it comes with knowing the right algorithm, uh, algorithms for your brain to solve it. Uh, not feeling it. At a slump, but still trying to get the steps in and workouts done. Trying to stay upbeat, happy and keep going is slowing down. Fatigue and pain sucks. How can I turn this around into a great mindset? It's taking each day as it comes, understanding that it's a shit time and, and not beating yourself up. 
Okay, knowing that it's, it, you know, one of my favorite quotes, and I, I'll say this every single week, is motivation is doing things when you feel like doing it, and discipline is doing things regardless of how you feel. There are so many things that I literally do not want to do every day, but I, I force myself to do it. And, you know, it's been mental. I've had a mentally busy day. I've literally been on this laptop from 9 a.m. this morning till now. Um, and I'm, I've got, obviously, we've got a workout, and I've got some other bits and bobs to do. It's just crazy. Um, and, you, and you've just got to discipline yourself to do stuff. I roll my eye, I've rolled my eyes at about 10 things today. I'm just like, for fuck's sake. But I've just done them anyway. Because one, and once I've done them, I've felt better about it. So it's a, it's a case of understanding you, that you're not going to feel like doing things at times. But you're going to feel great once you've done them. So don't get caught up in the feeling before. Think about the feeling that you're going to get after you've done it. And this is exactly the same with a workout. I never want to do a fucking home workout. I don't. But I do it anyway. And why do I do it anyway? Because nobody's going to do it for me. What you practice in private, you're rewarded for in public. And I know that it will make me feel better. Simple as that. It will make me feel better. So it's having those mental models in your head that help. And you can develop those over time. And, and finding the ones that work for you. No question, just a massive well done to everyone in the group uh, for working so hard. It's the best community to be part of. Jamie, how are you doing? I am doing very well, thank you. I say it's a bit of a, a, bit of a knackering day today. Obviously, we've got our incredible Training Day Challenge. I've got 1,000 PTs doing a fitness business challenge, which started today. So we've got, yeah, we've got about 1,500 people doing challenges today. Um, it's been a very, very busy day, uh, filming lots, working with lots of clients, and no complaints as tiring as it is, it is also incredibly rewarding, and I love what it, what it is that I do. Um, and that's all because of you, so thank you. How do I know if a weight gain is down to muscle and not fat? I would say it's probably during this time down to like water, stress, and other fluctuations. Not necessarily the, the transition of fat to muscle, so to speak. If you are new to training, inevitably over the weeks and months you are going to build some muscle. Um, but at the same time, you're going to notice the visual changes in that. And it's sometimes not getting caught up in the scale weight. If you are looking better in the mirror, then who cares what the scale is saying? That's only just one indicator. And, and of course, what the best indicator of progress is, is how good you look. And that's the most important thing. You know, I say to people all the time, if you looked better, but were temp was, I don't know, five pounds heavier, but you look better actually visually look better. Are you going to listen to the scale or are you going to listen to the mirror? And it's just so important to look at other variables, be honest with yourself, um, and understand it's, it's, it's playing a long game. As I said last week, it's learning Japanese. Fat loss is learning Japanese. We're three weeks into learning Japanese and we've only got the, fa the, the basic syllables. It's going to take us a while to become fluent. Uh, had an awful week due to a number of reasons, but head is back in the game for these next three weeks. Uh, if this week has taught me anything, it's to stay accountable to myself and to the group. Yes, indeed. Massive shout out to everyone for being so supportive. You guys are amazing. Bring on week four. And I haven't used this yet, but... The air horn is coming out, so that is awesome to hear. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm four pounds up this week, but I'm not treating it as a failure. 
it's not a failure. Stress is heavy at the moment and impacting my sleep as well as bad eating habits. It's been far from perfect week, but that's life and I know it's just got to learn from it and move um, with better habits. Sleep is a massive contributing factor to weight gain for, for a number of reasons. Tiredness, lack of movement, increase of stresses, increase of water, um, and, and, and potential chance of eating extra calories too. Um, and sleep is one of the biggest game changers and also one of the hardest things that a lot of people um, manage, especially having young kids. You know, and I know too well that I've got uh, Archer who quite will always be in our bed for about three o'clock in the morning, always headbutting me, always pulling my ear um, and always disturbing my sleep. Um, Jamie, thanks for everything. I particularly enjoy your Q&A sessions. I'm extremely disappointed as I put one pound on this week. I've done all the lives, 10,000 steps every day and tracked everything, even my milk. What am I doing wrong? Let's just have a look first at what you're doing right. You've done all the lives. Okay, wait there. Let me get this. You've done all the lives. You've done 10,000 steps a day. And you've tracked everything, even your milk. Now ask yourself, what am I doing wrong? Let's look at what you're doing right. You're doing everything right, so it's just a game of patience. That's it, it's just a game of patience. If you're tracking everything great, let's make a small tweak to our calories this week, and then carry on with exactly what you're doing. And, and then just be patient, that is it. But let's just focus on the wins this week, okay? Okay, I am being more mindful of the types of food I'm eating, but come the evening, um, if I have a treat, it's like Pringles. Once you pop it, don't stop. Now, Pringles are probably the worst because half those little tubs of Pringles are about 500 calories. No word of a lie. A full tub of Pringles is about 1,100 calories. So something I said last week is reduce or remove. I would not, on the Train With Jay Challenge, I would not have Pringles in the house. End of. They are two more-ish, especially salt and vinegar ones. Uh, plan on prepping snack boxes for the week. Any suggestions, please? I've also been active all week, but only managed one workout. In my head, I failed. You haven't failed. Failing, okay? And I wouldn't even call that um, failing. You've hit one workout. Let's celebrate that. Love to the group and the big awesome um, shootout to the hashtag Sackers. So, as I said, I have muscle food to thank so much. Their meal prep pots have been a massive game changer in my life over the years. So if you're not having those or going on to muscle food and checking out some of their snacks that they have, uh, they are a massive game changer. Vegan nutrition. Um, I'm sure others are finding similar issues to me. I have two protein smoothies a day and eat the rest of my protein with meals. I'm struggling to eat enough protein without going over fats or carbs. So many of my days are under on calories and protein and at a limit with fats and carbs. I'm not going hungry, but I'm sure there's something better I could be doing. I already eat a very nutritious, balanced, fresh, healthy diet. Now, the thing about vegan proteins is it can be difficult because a lot of vegan proteins also have a lot of fats in or have a lot of carbs in. And that's what makes it so difficult not to go over fats and carbs when you're trying to hit your protein intakes. Other than protein powder, what we can look at is these are essentially the... 12 biggest amounts of protein in and even that isn't so let's have a look at oats okay so i assume this yeah i think this is 30 grams of protein or 20 grams of protein oats 17 grams of protein uh, and i think that's 
it's something like 70, 80 grams of oats. So although you're getting 17 grams of protein from oats, you're also getting a lot of carbs. Tofu, probably the best thing that I'd probably have in your fridge is tofu. That's going to be very high in protein. Um, I don't think it's too high in fats and low in carbs. Soybeans, I've got lentils, once again, quite high in carbs and that. Kidney beans, uh, green peas, quinoa. We've got chia seeds, temper. Temper is, if you have not got temper, I'd highly recommend getting some temper. Uh, almonds, once again, very high in fat, but also have some protein in there. Peanut butter, would not probably not recommend trying to get your calories in that. Once again, a lot of fat. And then we've obviously got the protein powder. So have a look at temper, have a look at some tofu, and have a look at some pulses and rices. Um, and understand that the game is difficult to play as a vegan, but it doesn't mean that you can't win the game. It's just be thinking a bit more strategically. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Jay and many others. This week has chewed me up and spat me back out. I was feeling sorry for myself and I was working my fingers to the bone, feeling like I'm not really seeing my family and I was also glad I wasn't getting a re um, the amount of training in that I wanted. I knew what I needed to do, but sometimes someone else saying it helps. So I did what I was advised. I look at what I've achieved and to be honest, it was great. I lost a further three pounds this week. I just get annoyed when I can't train as it's 40 to 60 minutes release time uh, and I get exactly where you're coming from with that. It is difficult. Um, but the three pounds um, is an absolute winner. So congratulations on that. Just want to thank, say thank you to Jason. This has definitely been Wobble Week, and I ate like a knob for the few days at the start of the week, hence putting on the pound that I'd lost, but now have a better strategy moving uh, forwards until my back issue is resolved. That is awesome to hear. Uh, and Jason is uh, most certainly a legend. If your weight stays the same, how long do you wait to A, drop calories? Um, as I already mentioned, with my little charts, um, have a look at that, and you'll know. Um, move more. Um, would be a harder option for me at the minute. So how many calories would you advise to drop by? So 100 calories per day if you're going to make a tweak, as already uh, mentioned with my little... Uh, where is it? Where has it gone? I have my little should I drop calories thingamajig, which is there. I'll, I'll leave that up so you can have a look at that um, for the interim. Okay, I keep getting random muscle spasms, not painful, just a tightening of random muscles when I've held a position too long. I drink approximately five litres of water a day. Do you think creatine would help ease them? Creatine might help, but also I'd probably reduce your water intake down. You're probably flushing a lot of body salts and sodium out of your uh, system by drinking so much water and not replenishing those um, vitamins, nutrients and minerals so I would actually reduce your water intake down and have a look at your sodium and salt levels so have a look at that and that, that should help with the, uh, with the muscle spasms and I think that's due to drinking too much water um, hopefully that makes sense Managed two pound loss this week, so now at seven pounds in total. Awesome team. My advice for getting back into the workouts next week. I missed the majority of the 45 second rounds this week, and I know next week's are one minute rounds. I'm going to throw myself into each session. It's always great to take your advice on board. So this week isn't one minute session. This week is 15 seconds for five rounds, I believe. So um, we're back to week one, day one, because weeks one and four are the same, weeks two and five are the same, and weeks three and six are the same. So we're back to the week one, day one workout after this live stream. And and yeah, so back into it as if we're on week one, day one today.
So start as you mean to go on. I'm sitting at the same weight I started with despite hitting my calories and steps. How can I make these last three weeks count and ensure I can get something out of the challenge? Um, okay, firstly, I think one of the most important things, if you lost no weight in six weeks, I would never think of it as not, not getting anything out of the challenge. The only way that you would not get anything out of the challenge is if you didn't allow yourself to learn the lessons from losing no weight. And this, this is one of the problems that I see with people. They go, and this is what I said at the start. I, I, I said to people, I have yet, in working with uh, probably over 10,000 people, I've never had someone come to me and say, Jamie, I followed the plan to the letter and got no results. It doesn't happen. One of the ways that someone will say, I didn't get anything out of the challenge, is that they didn't allow themselves to learn what they were doing wrong. And it's as simple as that. So many people need to be more honest with themselves and say to themselves, what am I doing wrong? Not, it's not working. Because once you find out what you're doing wrong or where you're going wrong, then you can find the ways to tweak and change that so you're going right. And then do the things that you know that you need to do, which you might not be doing right now. And it's not getting frustrated with this. It's looking at everything as a learning curve. What am I doing wrong? What am I not tracking? What am I not doing? Have I, have I done this? Have I done that? And I've spent many years doing this, you know, competing at a high level. You know, I had a week where I don't drop and I'm like, I'm tracking everything. I am tracking everything. What am I doing wrong? And then I go through with a fine tooth comb and I'll, I'll tell you something. And th this was an interesting one. I was about 11 weeks into my competition prep and I was literally, I was, I was weighing ketchup because this is a European championship. One thing that I didn't measure and I was like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Why, why is my weight not changing? Why am I not getting any leaner? And I was putting hot sauce on everything. Now, you, don't, you might not think that there's not many calories in hot sauce, but I was using a bottle of Frank's Red Hot, a bottle a week. Whenever, whenever I'm you know, prepping, I like to flavor my food with spice, okay? Um, and I was going through a bottle of Frank's Red Hot, hot a week. A bottle of Frank Red, Frank's Red Hot, it's about 200 and something calories, but not just that. A whole bottle had about 15 grams of salt in it. So I was putting pure salt as well as spice all over my food, and that's why I was not dropping weight. I was not dropping weight because I was holding a lot of water because I was having a lot of salt. So as you can see, at first I'm like, oh, I'm doing everything. I'm doing everything. And when I look through a fine tooth comb and go, no, 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 there must be something that I am doing wrong. And when I went to look, it was that. And I changed that, bang. Next week, there we go. And it was a realization. You can always think that you're doing everything right, but when you look through, you'll find where, where you're going wrong. And you just got to look. And once you do, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, of course. And then you learn something new. And then you gain that from experience and you get better.
Last challenge, I had great results this challenge. I'm doing the same effort and ticking all the boxes and my weight has not yet changed. Exactly what I just said. Uh, only difference, uh, this time I'm doing lives and so the trainer wrote workouts. Could the app workouts be harder? So the app workouts may might be longer. Um, some of, like If you think the home workouts that we're doing is about 15 minutes to 25 minutes. Some of the um, workouts we've got on trainer wrote are uh, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. So of course, if you are working at a higher rate, you're going to burn more calories, which means that you might burn more calories on the on the train aerobic workouts, um, which might explain if you're doing everything right that um, you, you just might need to obviously um, reduce your calories down a little bit because you're not moving or uh, you're not moving as long as you did on the previous ones. Um, so my recommendation is, of course, I always recommend doing my live home workouts. That's why I put them on four. But you might want to add a, an additional workout in there or reduce your calories down on this week three. No question, just re really want to say a massive thank you. This challenge has really helped me get back my motivation drive, and I'm loving it. You get a DJ air horn for that That's awesome to hear. Uh, can't make it due to work. Really, really... Uh, I'm really, really tired this week. Sleep average is decent. But the training was so hard it wiped me out. I'm doing four weight sessions a week. Average 12 steps a day. Haven't slashed cows or anything daft. Thought on boosting energy this week. Um, you might not need to boost energy. As I said, a lot of people feel a bit of a wobble in week three because a lot of things catch up with them. So I would just give it a couple of days. See how you feel. See if energy naturally comes back. Focus on your sleep. Focus on your nutrition. Um, and focus on making sure that you're resting and recovering right. And if you need to make a tweak, by all means do. But if after a couple of days that you've given it, you start to get more energy back and feel better, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Because I always have a two or three day wobble and I think, shit, do I need to change stuff? And then I give it time uh, and then I'm like, oh, that's just having a bit of a wobble. Uh, I tend to uh, struggle with drinking water regularly. I drink a lot of coffee and other sugar-free fizzy drinks and cordial throughout the day. Why is it important? Any tips to help consistency? Um, I find water, having it visual around me helps. So making sure that I've got a bottle on my desk will help me drink more, making sure that I'm hitting two, three liters of water. Of course, keeps you hydrated, curbs your hunger levels, um, and, and provides so much benefits when looking to lose weight um, that I would just make sure that it's invisible. If you're having fizzy, you know, I always recommend the like Tesco or Sainsbury's sugar-free fizzy water because it helps curb my hunger, gives me plenty of water, and it's only about eight to 10 calories per bottle. So a couple of bottles of that a day, when tracked, fantastic okay and well hydrated uh being a tough week at work how do you stay focused and selfish to the cause uh, and i think as well it's just being selfish to yourself something something i say to a lot of people is treat yourself like that million pound racehorse so important you are a million pound racehorse there is not you know you haven't got a clone so you need to give yourself the best food you need to give yourself plenty of rest and recovery if you want to if you want to win win the race so I find the mental models, um, the quotes, um, these messages that I tell myself every single day and drill it in enable me to you know, learn the lessons from the good, the bad, and the ugly and keep pushing forward. Um, how do you bring yourself back up when you feel sad? Good question. So I actually make, a, I've, on my notes, I make a lot of notes. And when I'm feeling great, I document why I f was feeling great. Um, and then I try and get back to that feeling. Some things that made me feel great today was I was walking out of, I I'll tell you a great one. I was walking out of my house this morning 
And then as I was walking around the back, the door opened and it was my wife, Anna, with my son, Archer. And he just did the biggest, daddy, daddy, and wanted to give me a cuddle before and, and a quick kiss before I went to work. Melts my heart every time he shouts, daddy, daddy. But also it made me, you know, it made me feel great. So it's making a note of going, right, so when I'm feeling sad, I need to look in my notes section at the, thing, the last time I felt happy. And if the last time I felt happy was spending time with my son, my focus then is to turn off my phone do uh, and make an effort to spend time with that person or that thing that made me feel happy. Because I know that's kind of a hacking of happiness by gravitating towards something that I know worked. Okay, so that can help too. Something else that I used to do, which I'm going to get back to and I recommend a lot of people do. And it's on a Friday, go through your phone and I have a little Dropbox folder called Motivation. Okay, Motivation and um, what I do is, I used to do at the end of every week, I used to take um, a little photo grid and I'd add to that photo grid, grid four things that I'm happy about or pleased about or grateful about from my camera roll for the week. So it could be pictures I took with my family, it could be things that I did, it could be C-dips, it could be a piece of content that I created, anything. And I create like a little four picture piece and then I put it in that Dropbox folder. And whenever I'm feeling down, I go into that Dropbox folder and I look through the things that I that I put in there from the past that made me feel proud, made me feel happy. And it might, it, and it's just so many different things. Like it could be someone reaching out to say thank you um, that made me feel good. It can be, as I said, picture of my family. It can be C-dips. It can be anything that made me laugh. It could be a meme. And I just put them all in a, in a kind of a happy folder. And when I'm feeling down, I go into the folder and have a look and it always perks me up. So that can be a great practice to get into. Um, every single week, saving those four pictures from your camera roll and then using that to uh, kind of hack the happiness. I don't know, recently had a rough week with zero energy and motivation. Do you have any recommendations on how to work on these and any food that will bump up my energy? Um, it's usually, here's the thing, like, it's usually a number of things. Making sure that you're having more voluminous food, making sure that you've got more carbohydrates in there, and making sure that you're hitting the workouts, giving yourself plenty of rest and recovery, uh, and doing things that you know give you energy. And 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 it's and it's kind of counterintuitive because a lot of people don't realise that working out gives you energy. Okay, working out gives you energy, and taking you know getting enough sleep gives you energy. Making sure that you're hitting all your targets gives you energy. Um, and it's not necessarily the food that gives you energy, it's your mindset that gives you energy. So find things that give you energy on that, okay? Okie dokie. What exercises can help strengthen knees? I recommend following this guy on Instagram. Um, his, uh, his handle name is at knees over toes guy at knees over toes guy and he's got some great exercises for strengthening knees phenomenal exercises which you don't normally see um, so i give him a follow and check some of his stuff out because it's pretty damn good uh okie dokie 
Okay, I seem to be yo-yoing a lot with my food and training. One day tracking and training the next day. I'm not. Any tips? Uh, sleep has been poor three to five hours in a day, um, in a week, and good at weekends. Any tips? So having an evening and morning routine, having an evening routine can help with sleep. Winding down for the for the day, uh, switching off your phone, having a shower an hour before you go to sleep. All of these things can benefit you with a strong morning uh, evening routine, which can give you enough sleep. Um, and that sleep, not having enough, is probably giving you a knock-on effect with yo-yoing, because your energy levels are, uh, you know, different based on your sleep. And of, of course, because you've got lower energy levels, your temptation levels. Um, your ability to do stuff is, is limited. So I think all of that can start with a good evening routine and learning how to wind down in the evenings can be a massive game changer. More of a mindset question. I've come to accept that I hate my job, but due to lots of current reasons, I cannot resign currently. Though we'll be looking to change that. How can I move to accept it and not any, uh, let, anything, let it affect my emotions? Stoicism is something that I found many years ago and has changed my life. And what Stoicism, what Stoicism teaches you is to control the things that you can control and let go of the things that you can't. Okay. And an important thing to look at is my is this little worry chart. Okay, it's not my chart, but it's a chart that I've used for a long time. And it's this: Do you have a problem? Yes. Can you do something about it? No. Then don't worry about it. Do you have a problem? No. Then don't worry about it. Do you have a problem? Yes. Can you do something about it? Yes. Then don't worry about it. And I use this chart a lot. Okay? I use this chart a lot because it allows me to realize that look, if something's in my control, I can do something about it. If something's outside of my control, I can't do anything about it. So not to worry about it. Um, and that helps me massively. Uh, a lot of people saying um, that, this, that the, um, the time is being changed. There's a big announcement, a government Boris announcement at 7 p.m., which is why I've done this for 5 p.m., because I wanted to make sure that it's in um, before that. Um, and I, I didn't really want to do this live stream at 8 p.m., it means that um, I'm working very, very late past my, my switch off time. So uh, 5 p.m. is um, today's and next week's one's going to be slightly earlier too. Um, I will let you all know though um, in good time with that one, but don't worry about it. We just, I didn't realize that the, um, that the announcement tonight was at the same time, which is why we moved it forward. What are your thoughts on homemade smoothies? I have a Nutribullet and love the idea of cooperating foods. Um, I wouldn't usually eat, but don't f um, feel a drink feels substantial. A smoothie can feel substantial with the right things in, but also understand that you are drinking calories and some smoothies can be incredibly high in calories. So be careful of what you put in there, but also know that some smoothies can be quite filling. So if you're, put, if you're going to put things like spinach, um, fruit, like spinach, banana, um, all this kind of stuff, as long as it's tracked, then that's all good. But also, as I said, if you are drinking your calories, it might not be as filling and uh, it might not be as beneficial. But if you're using it as a lower calorie smoothie, say like 100 calories, and you're putting stuff in there that tastes better drinking than it does eating, then that can be uh, a good thing. And I, I, do like, I do like a smoothie from time to time. 
Uh, wobble week, what wobble week? Thank you for the advice on last week's live. I went right back to the drawing board and increased what I was eating across the board and not just my protein. Achieved 4.3K more steps, edging closer to that 70K. Drank more water. And last but not least, I lost two pounds. That deserves an applause for that one. So a huge thank you for this advice. I got my mindset back in check, having dealt with a lot of stupid this week, and I'm buzzing with the results. Well done to everyone for making it through Wobble Week, and thank you to everyone for their support. Hashtag Fantastic Five. Awesome to hear. Uh, do you recommend daily weight check to see fluctuations, or is a weekly measurement taken at the same time uh, a good indicator? So personally, I weigh myself every single day and take an average, but... I'm not emotionally connected to that step. If you are a person that's emotionally connected to the step and it affects your mood, don't weigh yourself every day because you're going to be you're going to be waking up and then instantly putting yourself in a bad mood. So the answer is yes, that can taking an average is great to do, but only if you're in the right mindset to do it. Um, which a lot of people, as I said, are very respondent to that step and how much they weigh. Uh, any tips for creating a routine and filling the day with something other than Netflix? It's about, literally, when you have a day at home, you need to have a plan. So many people don't have a plan on the weekend. They're, they're like, oh, I'll just do whatever uh, on the weekend. They don't do anything. You need to come up with a structured plan on the weekend just as much as you do when you're at home not doing anything. Um, and whole, I think accountability is one of the biggest things accountability tell people what you're going to do for the day hold yourself accountable to the group and then put it upon yourself to do it we are the biggest liars to ourselves we convince ourselves that we're doing something we're not we let ourselves down very easily but we don't let other, we don't like to let other people down just as much so when you hold yourself more accountable to others to check in with you that's why we do the battle buddies and that then once that accountability is in, I find that I'm better at getting shit done. Best exercises for strength, losing it with no gym and now another nine weeks in level five lockdown. Uh, have bands, kettlebell and TRX. I'd say follow the workouts that we're doing. Understand, yeah, they're not going to be as volume in volume loaded as the gym. We're all in the kind of same boat. I know I've got like a, a bench in that here, but it hasn't got as much weight as I normally have. Um... And it's just, it's just going to be a game of patience, unfortunately, uh, this, this time around. Do what you can with what you have, where you are. Hit the workouts with more intensity. If you want to increase the tempo and volume in doing it, that will help. Um, and, and, and something I would say, just because the game is more difficult to play doesn't mean that we can't win it. It's all about strategy. Um, what can I do to relieve sore elbows and wrists while back squatting the high reps really take their toll um, I would recommend getting wrist wraps uh, I'm not sure about elbows that might be your elbow position but getting some good wrist wraps will definitely help with those wrists uh, want to hear more on discipline and accountability as I struggle when I have missed a workout or missed my targets after one bad day that turns into two or three then a whole week that leads to um, stopping what my goal is um, and give up as a mojo. One of the biggest problems for that is that people try and be perfect. They're either 100% or they're 0%. And something that I say is that you want to be 80% of the time, 100% of the time. Um, if you're trying to do it, like, the reason that you're like going, oh, fuck it, is because you've set a plan in your head of what needs to happen in order to, th to have a perfect week. But also understand that we don't learn anything from a perfect week. 
And what you need is non-negotiables. So the minimum effective dose that you need to do for the week. The ideal one, but also having a plan B. If it all fucks up, what are you going to do? And this is what I said before with a morning routine. My morning routine is about two hours long. Probably longer. But there are some, some times where I can't do that. So I need to have my minimum effective dose. And I ask myself, what, what must I do in 15 minutes? And for me, my morning routine, if I've only got 15 minutes, I either stretch or read. That's the biggest return on investment for that time. Um, and, and, and this is so important to think about, okay? So don't try and get things perfect. Understand that if you one day off-piste isn't going to affect the entire week unless you let it. And there's a great analogy. It's like, if you get a puncture in your car, you don't go and slash the other three tires. If you spill a bit of food down your top, you don't chuck the whole plate over. You make the little correction, you repair the flat, and you go and you carry on with your journey. But don't self-sabotage. Because if you look at it like that, it's like, why would you slash the other three tires? You just fix the one. Okay, so try not to be perfect with things and look at progress and look at things as a longer term. Don't just look look beyond the six weeks of this. Okay, uh, how can I switch to a different program this week? As the kit I used to have at home has now gone back to the gym, so I no longer have bench and weights. If you look in the information sheet, we've got the codes to the other programs for you to do. And if you're stuck on it, just um, speak to us on the help desk. Um, Hi Jay, will we still be able to access some of the uh, recorded video workouts and some of the workouts in the app, such as bodyweight and band workouts after six weeks is up? The answer is no and yes. No, if you're, if you're here as a Chain With Jay challenger and you're not a monthly member, then of course, as soon as we finish the program, you will not have access to the body weights and bands. Um, we do have the body weight and band Bible available to purchase, which um, is normally £49, but we will do that for £29. Or what I'm hoping you'll do is after your Train With Jay um, challenge that you will come and join us on Train With Jay monthly, in which case you'll have access to an unlimited amount of workouts, this group, and of course, as a Train With Jay monthly member, you don't pay for the challenges. So the next challenge which we're doing, which will be the big one, uh, a big one that we do in April, May, just before summer, um, you won't pay for it because it'll be part of your membership. So hopefully you will join us. Uh, the scales aren't moving. I'm doing all the right things. Um, 100K steps over the um, week, four workouts, two liters of water a week, nutrition track. It's hard not to give up as the scales are the indicator used on the weekly check-ins. It's one of them, okay? Any advice I feel like giving up? So let, let's break this down. Um, if you give up, you failed, okay? And remember what I said, fail, failing versus failure. Also, can we get some round of applause because 100 steps over the week, four workouts, two liters of water a week, Nutrition tract. So, look at all the great things that you've done. And also understand, look, I'm doing all the right things. Be honest with yourself. If you're doing all the right things, then all we need to do is make a small calorie tweak this week and go on with our journey and carry on doing everything that you've just said that you're doing now. But also be honest with yourself, because if you're not, then we need to be honest with ourselves and go, what am I not doing right? Because it's so easy to convince ourselves that we're doing everything right when we're not. 
and, and it comes back to what I was saying with the whole hot sauce um, that I've had, uh, my comp prep, which was last, you know, I said on the last check-in, thinking I'm doing everything right and realizing I'm not doing hardly anything right. Um, and not convincing yourself that you're doing everything right. It's just that you might be doing something wrong and you need to be aware of that because if you're not aware of it, you're just gonna get frustrated. So either making a change this week, a small little um, calorie change, and trusting in the process. Trust in the process. Really look at everything that you're doing, and if it's doing all correct, then great. It's just a matter of time before that weight goes down. Smash week four, carry on with what it is that you're doing, just make a small calorie manipulation, and, and, and patience, simple as that, okay? And do not give up, do not give up. Okay, do not throw in that towel. Okay, I've stuck to an eating plan, done workouts, extra walking when possible. Last week, I uh, had a bad viral, only managed one workout. However, my loss of pounds is slow. What else can I do? Losing heart, I'm a veggie. Understand this. You said your loss of pounds is slow. And remember my song? Here, ready? Take it slow, oh, oh. So you've taken it slow, so you're doing everything right. Be a tortoise, slow and steady wins the race. There is no race here, there's not race to the end, okay? Make a small calorie tweak this week and carry on, okay? And, and look, you've stuck to your eating plan. Round of applause. Done your workouts, awesome. Extra walking when possible, awesome. So let's have a look at this week as a positive and not just look at one variable as a negative, okay? Look at all the good things that you've done this week. Okay, uh, I don't always do 10,000 steps, but I commute to work twice a week, an hour round trip, and I'm still moderately active. So one thing we say about moderately active is 10,000 steps or 70,000 steps a week. So if you are less than 70,000 steps per week, then you're not moderate, uh, moderately active. So have a look at what you're getting on a weekly basis rather than a daily. Uh, and final one, uh, I've had sciatica flare up and I'm struggling to train. Any advice for training when injured? Um, I've put my back out multiple times. I've put my back and yeah, I've been in times where I've been unable to do my shoelaces up. And during those times, as, as annoying as it is, um, I spend a lot of time doing stretching and mobility. And that not only helps with my back recovery, but no one, there's no such thing as someone who does too much stretching and mobility. So during this time of sciatica, which will help with your sciatica, um, focus on doing some more stretching and mobility and strengthen up those tendons and ligaments. So when your back does, um, when the flare-up goes down, um, you're going to be less prone to getting it when you're back in the game. Right, ladies and gents, that is it for the check-in live today. Hopefully I answered all of your questions. These, This is going to be up on the Train With Jay podcast Um tonight hopefully and I'm going to be back on here in six minutes time ready for our live workout so I look forward to that ladies and gents and I will see you in about six minutes time adios amigos